What's up? This is Jonathan Smith, your host here at Shooting the Schmitz. We're coming a day late with the podcast. Yesterday was just a wild day. But the good news is because of this, we got Nathan Sandusky joining us again to break down all of the wild card games this weekend. It's going to be a really good show. Here we go. Welcome to Shooting the Schmidt. It's Wild Card Weekend. My boy Nate is here to break everything down with me. What's up, buddy? How are you? Oh, I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing good, dude. It's this Playoff is like weekend. it is. This is what we've been waiting for, and I think it's going to be a really good weekend. I, I can't wait to break all these down. Uh, so let's just let's just jump right into it. Seattle versus San Francisco. San Francisco nine point favorites. I'll let you go first here. Who do you like? Tell me why. Give me all your stats. My guy's got multiple sheets of paper. <laughs> and and his computer, so he's ready. I appreciate it. Yeah, I prepared, man. I was happy to be here. Um, but no, this first game, I really think it's pretty clear cut. I mean, the 49ers have been phenomenal all year. Their defense, I mean, they like struggled a little bit um, with all the injuries they had. But then as soon as Brock Purdy, I mean, they said like 10-game win streak. That's insane. Um, so no, I mean, D- uh, Debo Samuels is back. Kittle's been on fire since Purdy's been there. And I think the storyline, it's just... I think these playoffs is going to be all about big stories, and Brock Purdy's like the biggest story in the world. Last pick in the draft, leading his team. I have them winning very, very handily. I think it might it might be close early. Like I mean, Pete Carroll is no joke. When I heard all the stats about you know beating a team three times, I mean, hard to do, very hard. Um, but I think if anyone could do it, it's Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I like. I'm with you. I like San Francisco by a lot. Um, I actually expect them to cover the nine points, which is. That's a that's a heavy line. Yeah. Seattle's only scored one touchdown in eight quarters against this defense all year. Um, like you said, Brock Purdy's played really well, um, but I don't think he's going to have to do too too much in this yeah. game. Um, you know, 49ers, they should be able to run the ball pretty well, especially mm-hmm. since Seattle. They're 25th in DVOA uh, against the run, so I'm with you. I, I like San Francisco. As long as they don't, you know, turn, turn the ball over, anything yeah. too, too crazy, I think that they should be fine. Um but yeah, like Kyle Shanahan's been just insane this year. Like to go, you know, twelve and five or thirteen and four, whatever it was, with three different quarterbacks all playing for you at some point is yeah. just really impressive. You know, as you said, they've won ten in, in a row now, and I, I think it just begs this question of like, at what point would you rather have Kyle Shanahan as your head coach instead of like a specific quarterback, right? Because like obviously, like you'd rather have like Mahomes, um, Allen, um, Burrow. Burrow. Herbert, Herbert, you think yeah, Lawrence? It. Maybe not now, but at some point yeah. when Lawrence really kind of gets going, I, I think you'd rather have him than your third string quarterback going into the. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, what yeah. they had to prepare for, one hundred percent, you'd take those guys. So, but yeah, like he's just what he's able to do. Just the success that they have, no matter who is at quarterback for them, is just it's incredible. Just seeing what all he does. I think like once you get past like the seventh or eighth best quarterback in the NFL. That's kind of where you'd be like, okay, like I'd rather have Shanahan than Derek Carr. I think I'd rather have mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan than Matthew Stafford. I think I'd rather have Kyle Shanahan than Jared Goff, who's was awesome this year. Um, he's just he's been really impressive. So where does that line kind of draw for you? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's still kind of hard to hard to say. I feel like Brock Purdy yeah, isn't the reason they win, but I mean that roster is just unreal. It is. But, no, yeah, I would definitely agree with you. I think, you know, when I was looking at this question before, I kind of was thinking about, oh, I feel like any quarterback would still do fine in this situation. But, like like you said, that's Kyle Shanahan. 
I mean, Brock Purdy just looks smooth. He does look good, man. He doesn't even look like he's trying that hard. Like, and he's just he have good. To. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't. And Kyle Shanahan. I mean, you talk. I mean, you've talked about before in Miami. You know, once they got the coach that the quarterback likes. I mean, it's a whole another ball game. And I think Kyle Shanahan would match up with any quarterback, like you said, Derek Carr or him. Yeah, I would probably give me him. Make sure it happens. <laughs> make sure it happens. Yeah, for sure. I I agree. And then I, I like this question as well. It's highly unlikely. But if Seattle were to win the Super Bowl, like I said, highly unlikely, we've, we've both taken the 49ers here, would it be a better revenge tour than Brady winning the Super Bowl after he left the, the Patriots? I, I think it would be, but I'll, I'll let you kind of go first here. I mean, I think no question. I mean, and I was one that I loved the, the Brady, you know, comeback game and stuff, but like, I mean, this team is not supposed to do it. And I'm not exactly. saying like Tom Brady technically was. I don't even know if they were the number one favorite. But they were still like, but they were like a great everybody team. knew. Like they were stacked. Yeah. Like, they and were Tom really Brady good. was like, I'm not going to a bum team. Like, And I'm not saying the Seahawks are. But the road they'd have to do, beat the 49ers, beat the Eagles, maybe beat the Bucks at some point. Like, Yeah. And then especially after like this was a tank season. It wasn't like the Bucks was season was a tank season. Like, Yeah. The, the expectations were so low. And what I think makes it even better is just how bad Wilson and the Broncos were. Because, like, if yeah. if Wilson and the Broncos so had, like, made the playoffs and then they do it, it's like, okay, like, cool. Like, Russell Wilson still ended up being really good. But the fact that he was terrible. So bad. And they made the playoffs and they won the Super Bowl. Like, it would just, yeah. it would be so, it'd be hilarious. It'd be yeah. so great. That's why it would be cool, too, because I've actually, like, re- Fell in love with Pete Carroll this year. Like he's just he's been so cool. Coach. Like I think it just kind of got lost when Russ was there, and there was all that kind of turmoil. Now it's like, man, Pete Carroll's a guy. Like everyone loves him. What what he's been able to do. Like he's seventy one. I know it's wild. He's just he's such a good coach. Yeah. Um, even though, like I will say, in defense of Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll in the NFL at least had been struggling until he yeah. got Russell Wilson. But still, like any any NFL head coach, yeah, unless you're Kyle Shanahan. Struggles yeah. without without some type of consistent play at quarterback, so it's not really a fair thing to say. But yeah, I think oh, I think it'd be so funny. Yeah, that would I think be a it'd cool be great, story for sure. Moving on, uh, Chargers Jags. That's the game tonight. Chargers are favored by one and a half in that one. I like the Jags to win a close one. The Chargers are one in five against playoff teams this year. Okay, th- their one win was was against Miami, who's you know the seventh <laughs> seed in the AFC, right? Um, I think Jacksonville has has the better defense, especially with Joey Bosa being banged up. I think they have the better coach as well. And I think that all in all, I think all in all, um, the quarterback play is going to be pretty even as well. So I like I like Jacksonville. Yeah, I man, this one I told you before we started. Like, I mean, this one is just killing me. I've gone back and forth all week. I mean, all day today, going back and forth. For me, I don't know. I just think. The only reason I really want the Jags is because they are pretty hot, but I just think Joey or Justin Herbert is just too nasty. I can't. You think so? I can't. I got to. I got to go with my my Chargers. I really like the Chargers. I know without Mike Williams, it is going to be tough. Um, but Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. I mean, Justin they, Herbert. They still got plenty of dudes. And I did hear Nick Bosa did fully practice. He did uh, Friday today. Or, okay. Yeah, Friday. Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. So Pat McAfee said that, and so that's why he ended up choosing the char- Chargers and. They were all split too. I mean, it's a it's a tough game. This is but this has, I just love the Chargers, and so I'm making this purely off passion more than what, okay, fair what probably will, will. That's happen. a dangerous place to be. It is. It I is. I would hate to be. I would hate to love the Chargers. In fantasy, I always had their their <laughs> their players, and I mean, they're just they're a good team. I think they it will are. be a good game. They're really talented. This is 
I think this is going to be the best game of the weekend. Like it's this is one of those weird games yeah. where, you know, if a team won on like a last second field goal, I wouldn't be surprised. But I also wouldn't be surprised if one of the teams got blown out. Yeah, especially. I also, I also heard that um, like the Jags' pass defense is horrible and the Chargers' run defense is horrible. So both offenses should really have an explosive explosive night. And I just think that's going to be just fun to watch. It is. I just I'm I'm just excited to watch these young quarterbacks play. Mm. You're right. Like it's both of their first times in the playoffs. I think that the difference, though, and part of why I like Jacksonville, is like there's zero expectation for them to play well. House money. It's it's straight house money. Like they yeah. like they were supposed to be bad this year, yeah. and they and they they win their division. They sneak in, and in a way, they've kind of already had a playoff game experience just simply because like. Last week when they played the Titans, I mean, it was like yeah. like you have to win or else like your season's over. And so they've kind of had a, a similar experience already with that. And so I, I think that's part of why I like the Jags as well. But ultimately, like, Doug Peterson, guys won a Super Bowl. That's, that's a really good head coach. And so he's he's another reason why why I'm taking them. So I've got a, a, a couple questions just around this game as well. If the Chargers lose... Will they fire Brandon Staley? I think they will. I think that he's. I think he was safe until he played his starters last week in a game that Mike didn't Williams. matter. And it, it didn't matter. Like if they won, the, the their seating was going to be the same. If they lost, their seating was going to be the same. You think that's one hundred percent on him? Yes, Brandon Staley yeah. is the one who decided to play him. And you're playing, and it's like you've had injuries all year long. Give your guys the week off, right? This is also a guy. Who doesn't play his starters in the preseason at all? And all of a sudden you want to play your guys in a game that yeah. doesn't matter at the end of the year. And so I thought he was safe, but now that he's done that, like if they lose this week, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he got fired. I don't think he will 100%, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did. I think the only way he, he really gets fired, I think there's definitely a possibility. I agree. And he, last year, I mean, he's he's been under, he's been on the hot seat. He has been. And I think if there's some way that they could get Sean Payton, Harbaugh, some someone like that that they could replace oh, yeah. him one hundred percent. They move it's, off. Especially I Sean think, Payton. I think if like right before like if Sean Payton goes to the Cardinals and Harbaugh goes to the Broncos or something crazy quick, then I think they keep Staley because I mean you gotta he's not doing. I mean he got him to the playoffs. Yeah, he and did. They're still efficient. They, like you said, they had a lot of injuries. They were fighting a lot of stuff. That is kind of their tradition. But um, I don't know unless they can get a really good coach without him. I don't know if he. If he gets moved, but that's definitely fair. a high possibility. I want to. I want Sean Payton to go there so bad. Yeah, just genuinely because Sean I mean, him Payton, and Herbert, him and Herbert, that would just oh, be, that'd be so that'd be, that'd be awesome. Beautiful. That'd be insane. That'd be that'd be that is literally a match made in heaven. Yeah, like straight up. That'd be beautiful. Um, and then in terms of Jacksonville, we already talked about them being ahead of schedule. How they weren't supposed to win their division this year, but if they win. Like, how do you think that changes the way that we view them as a whole? I think that the way we view Jacksonville has already changed just based off them making the playoffs. I think that this just enhances it more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think, like you said, they're ahead of schedule. And I think that's the best way to say it. They're way ahead of schedule. But I will say that also, I don't know if they have any higher of a ceiling than what they just did. Like, I mean, it just it sucks that they're in the AFC, too. Like, I know. The AFC is so hard. Loaded. Like, the team they're playing, the Chargers— are not going anywhere. Oh yeah, they're going to be. And good we're not for a talking time. about the Chiefs, the Bills, or the Bengals, and they're no. not going anywhere and only getting better. They're not. And you still have. I mean, yeah. There's just. I mean, Miami when they're healthy. I mean, there's just so many teams where you're like, and now the Jags. I think they're in that 
that tier yeah, now. I think I they're definitely like in like next year if they lose to the Chargers here. I still think next year they're projected to make the playoffs. Like sure. in their division, it's terrible. Their division's bad. Then they've got the best quarterback in, that, on the in that division. Like, they are on the up. Calvin Ridley, he's going to be back. Yep. Got they're, out of that suspension. Like they're they're going to be scary, man. Like they're that's a really Doug good Peterson, team. Peterson, like you said, I mean, it's a really good coach. They're they're just they're fun too, man. Like they can score, they can they're offensively just very well put together. Um, like because it's not all Trevor Lawrence, right? Like like their ability to run ETN the ball with ETN, he's played really well this year. So it's going to be interesting to see who wins that game. Also, Jacksonville won in Week Three, I believe, yes, when, when they when they played. So, but you know, Herbert was hurt a little. Well, he was banged up that game. We'll see what happens. I'm with you. I think this is the that's the game I'm most excited for. Yeah, I want to watch this that. weekend. So I will be glued to the TV that game. <laughs> nice. Moving on to tomorrow's games. First game, <laughs> one o'clock. Miami <laughs> versus Buffalo. Buffalo favored by thirteen and a half. I'm, I'll, I'll I'll let you go first here. I still uh, need. I just a uh, Cali. I was definitely interested interested to see what you were going to say first. <laughs> oh, you, but I, no, I can go. No, no, it's it's okay. Fine. I'll give you. I'll give you your break. Man, it's it's not looking good for your fins, man. It's not at all. It's really not. I really like the Bills, man. I think with what happened to their team and stuff and how they responded, I think if it would have happened last week and this first playoff game would have been like their first comeback game and let's say Teddy plays, I think it could be a game. But the way they responded, Naheem Hines, the kick returns. Just, Justin Herbert, three touchdowns. Or uh, Josh Allen, I mean. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're just, they're going to go out there. I mean, it could be really ugly, like 40, 40 to 10. Oh, like, wow. I mean, it literally could. It depends on when they take <laughs> Josh Allen out. I think it But, dude, the way they struggled against the Jets last week, I mean, it's not. Yeah. I like, the, I love the Dolphins. I just think right now it could be really ugly. It's very The fair. Bills are that type of team and what they did to the Patriots last year. They are. I mean, right. So I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I've got Buffalo by a lot. Uh, I wrote a couple of hopeful articles for... <laughs> for uh, Finn, uh, for Finn, uh, for FinnFanatic.com this week. But look, there's there's no way Miami wins this game <laughs> on the road, in the cold, with a third-string quarterback, right? Like, I wrote this article fully explaining how, like, how, <laughs> how could Miami win this game, right? And I went back to, like, week four or five this year when Miami beat them at home, and Tua threw for, like, 180 yards, <laughs> and they somehow won. Yeah. And, you know, look, I'll... I'll, I'll, I will pan it out for you. In order for Miami to win this game, they have to run the ball well. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell both have to make multiple big <laughs> plays in the passing game. Like, they need, like, a couple of, like, one-play touchdown drives where, where Tyreek Hill and, or Waddle just get loose and they just kind of run by everybody. Yeah. Because they're not going to be able— that, Yeah, that's, that's part of, like, the perks of having them is that they can do those things. Because, look— Skylar Thompson, I admire him. He's very gritty. He plays hard. He plays within himself, which I think is really good for a rookie oh, yeah. quarterback. But my guy is averaging five yards per attempt. They can't push the ball down the field, and it's just really hard to consistently score, especially against a defense like the Bills, when you're not when you aren't able to obtain these big chunk plays. And with Skylar Thompson, a quarterback, they just don't trust him enough to allow him to even do that. And so, in order for them to win. Waddle and Hill have to make a couple big plays after the catch, and their defense has to play their best game of the year. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the only way that it happens. Um, it is a playoff game, so I do expect for it to be close, at least in the first half. Yeah. But I think that in the second half, the Bills will kind of separate. Um, so, st- storyline questions. If 
if Miami wins, what do we do with the Bills? Because this will be three years in a row where we've kind of expected them to potentially make the Super Bowl. And it feels like it's just, I don't know, they, they just consistently feel like the second or third best team in the AFC, which is, which is really tough. So if, if the Bills win, or excuse me, if the Bills lose, will this change your perception of them at all? I mean, I think it'll be hard for you not to kind of be scared next year, just playoff-wise. I think if they go lose to the Bengals or the uh, Chiefs, no, I don't think anything changes. Okay. I think when you, especially how bad the Dolphins are, if this was Tua, I think yeah. no one would be like, I mean, hey, if you lose to them, they have the most weapons on offense than majority yeah, of teams, sure. especially even the Bills. Like, But with this, I mean, yeah, I think next year you'd be like, because everyone's thinking this year the regular season was kind of fluke. You know, they've missed a couple games, but, you know, everyone, like you said, they were still the second or third best team. And, yeah, if they lose, I think next year you're really scared. But you just hope everyone's healthy. You know, you get Von Miller back. It sucks Von Miller's hurt. I mean, that's so sad because that's literally what they got him for is the playoffs against the the Chiefs and the Bengals. And it's going to be – it's sad that he's out. But, um, yeah, it would be tough not to. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, If they lost this game, I think people's expectations for them would just drop a lot. Um, I'm with you on the Von Miller thing because, like you said, like they got him for this, and he's a guy who can win a game for you. Like, all by himself, you know? Um, that fourth quarter can be his. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, his ability just to shut the door. Like, we saw it when he was in Denver, and they and they played the Panthers. He won that game all, all by himself, you know? So, I'm with you. Um, and I'm I'm with you in terms of if they lose to Kansas City or Cincy, like, I don't think your expectation for them really changes all that much. So, yeah, I'm with you. Do you, do you think they cover? Thir- 13 and a half is just a lot. I do. You do? Okay. I really do. I really do. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I am a, I've been a big uh, Dolphins fan this year, besides when they played the Steelers. And, I mean, it just doesn't look good for him. It doesn't. It, not, I really wish because, I mean, Mike, he's a beast. I love him. I mean, Tyreek and Waddle, obviously. Raheem Mostert is one Once of my favorite. Play. I think he's one of the most underrated running backs in the league. I agree. And it's, yeah, it just doesn't look good. I, yeah, I'm. if I had to bet, I would take... The over or the, plus, the bills the points minus, points. minus 13 and a half. Yeah, that's I don't blame you. That's probably what I would do too if I had to. Um, moving on, Giants, Vikings, Minnesota favored by three points in that one. I, I, I don't know what to do with this game. This could be another one. You were talking about the game of the week. This could be another one. I don't think it's going to be as fun to watch, is the thing. I don't yeah, think this game I agree. is going to be as fun as the Chargers, Jags, but that's another one. I mean, this has gone back and forth too. I just. Everybody loves the Giants. I know. And like I in terms of like winning this game, and I do too, but because everybody else loves them, I'm very hesitant to take them. Yep. You know what I mean? And I, I mean there's been so much hate on the Vikings, and I've been one one of those haters on the Vikings, but every time I hate on them they win. Dude, they are I just I mean every time I hate on them. It's insane. Like these are the exact games that they win too. If they go play is. You know the the forty or the Eagles or forty nine. anybody else in the like, playoffs. I'm telling you, I'd be like, no way. But then the Giants, you're just like, dang it, their defense is horrible. The run defense is horrible. Saquon could go insane. Their defense as a whole is horrible. But then again, like the Vikings have so many weapons, and in the playoffs, that's what really matters. Giants aren't riding a hot streak or anything. They're not like they haven't been thriving. They did get to rest. They did. But and the Vikings end haven't been. I mean that. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just. I, I will be picking the Vikings, though. I will. Really? I, I am. I think they're just too good. Um, I heard the week of practice, 
There was a couple wide receivers that rolled their ankles for the Giants. Um, they were pushing them hard all week. I think that's good, but you just never know. Honestly, again, this is more this is more gut feeling than a true statistic that I could say definitively makes me pick them, but I think the Vikings are just too good at okay. home. So Minnesota beat the Giants in Week 16 on a 61-yard field goal. Okay. Right down the middle. Da- Danny Dimes threw for 334 yards in that game. <laughs> The second most he's thrown for all year. Bottom line for me, this Minnesota Vikings defense is not only the worst defense in the playoffs. It might be the worst defense in all of football. It's so bad. It's terrible. Um, And that's why I'm going to take the Giants, okay? I think New York also has a better coach. Um, I think they have a better defense. I also just don't trust Kirk Cousins. Um, The other thing as well, like, if you have 13 wins— and you have a negative point differential on the season. I refuse to take you in yeah. in any playoff game because, like, no. you like you have to be so lucky in order for that to happen. And I just think that when you get to the playoffs and you're consistently playing against teams that are really good, at some point, like your luck has to run out. Yeah. And I I think that it does this week. I like I'm I'm going to take the Giants to win. Hey, I don't blame you. If I had to pick. I wouldn't. I would. I would stay away from the points, like the th- three and a half. I think. I mean, I would pick money line Vikings because it might come down to exactly how they. I mean, it might come down to a sixty-one yard. Field Seriously, goal. yeah, I I agree. Um, and this game is just so interesting because the teams are so similar, just they in are. terms of like first-year head coaches that have done a, a really good job. Um, and you know, this is also the battle of like the mid quarterbacks, right? And I think that whoever wins this game, you know, people are going to be like high on for a week. And then they're going to play, you know, whoever they play in the next round, probably Dallas, and and they're going to lose by a lot. And then we're going to be like, oh, those guys are terrible. Yeah. You know, I think ultimately, though, like, between Cousins and Danny Dimes, like, they're fine. I think that they both dwell in this region of, like, if they're your quarterback, you're like, okay, this is fine. But as soon as someone better comes available, you're immediately trying to move off of them. And so I'm very intrigued just, just to see what this game's going to be like. Um like this game very may very simply come down to the other guys. So like if Saquon Barkley has a better game than Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson then like the Giants will win. Mm-hmm. If Justin Jefferson has a better day, then the, the Vikings will win. Like that's very possible. So yeah, no, I completely agree. Um they are very similar. I think there will there is always just a little more pressure on Kirk Cousins. I feel like than yep. I mean any times he's young coach has obviously evolved the offense so much differently this year. Sure. Um, I think if they end up losing this game or winning this game, they will be high. I think if they end up losing the next week, though, I don't think it'll be so much more of hate on them than the Vikings. I feel like the Vikings just have such a good offense with getting Hawkinson, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, and Kirk randomly will go off. Fair. But like you said, he's going to, and I think whoever they play next week, if they're the team that wins, it's going to be bad. I agree. I think like, I think either way, like yeah. whoever wins this game is, is going to lose. They're definitely done, week. but I think the Giants just have a better story. You know, they were able to definitively get in easily, and I know the Vikings were too. But like Giants weren't expected to. That division was insane. Um, that division. Was it, insane. it won't be as bad when they lose as the Vikings. Once the Vikings lose the next week, but just hope Kirk Cousins plays well. Man, he's just bad in prime time. And what's going to be terrible is. If they win this game, or if they lose and he plays well, like because I think that's very possible. Like I think it's really possible for Minnesota to lose like thirty-one to twenty-eight, right? Yeah. Where 
Kirk Cousins throws for like 300 yards and three touchdowns. And then he loses, and then he's going to have to sit through another offseason of people being like, oh, you suck in the playoffs when he actually played really well. Yeah. And it just came down to his defense not being very good. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I think all in all, though, we're on the same page when it comes to how good both of those teams are. So, moving on to the Sunday night game, Baltimore versus Cincinnati. Cincinnati favored by 8.5 in that one. Uh, I like Cincy pretty easily. Um, Baltimore is only averaging 12.5 points a game when Lamar Jackson does not play quarterback. And they're bo- the Baltimore's defense has gotten better, especially with the trade for Roquan Smith. Big deal. But I think in order for them to win this game, they're going to have to hold Cincinnati under 17 points, which just isn't going to happen. Um, as much as I do like their defense, that, that Cincinnati offense is it's really, really good. Simple that's as that. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Cincinnati to win. Yeah, I mean, that's an, this is another game, too, kind of like the Bills. I mean, I would even take the points in this. I mean, I'm obviously an AFC North fan, and I know how those games go. So I don't think it's going to be crazy if it's like 10 to 7 in the second quarter. The Bengals are up, and everyone's like, oh, what's going to happen? And then eventually it's just going to be ugly. I mean, it could be 24-7 very quickly. For sure. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks that Lamar can't play. This is another one with Tua. I mean, I think – the Bengals lose to Lamar Jackson here, not that bad of a loss. If they lose to this team, okay. Tyler Huntley, who yeah. hasn't thrown and the ball, is he confirmed he's even playing? I was going to say, I don't, I don't know if he's playing yet. Yeah, I think I this was a. He didn't throw the ball on Wednesday. On Friday, they said he was a game time decision. On Thursday, some people reported that he did throw the ball, and other people were like, no, he didn't. So yeah. we don't even know. Yeah, It'll be, the, I don't know what they're going to do, man. He's unquestionable right now. Yeah. On ESPN. So, I mean, he. Without even Huntley, too. Um, even no with way. Huntley, I think, like I said, they'll, they'll stay close. And they might even make it a game. I mean, this is the AFC North. They're going to hit each other really hard. It's going to be a lot of running in the beginning. And whoever can get their running game going will will succeed. But I think the Bengals, Joey B and Jamar, are just top tier. Yeah, they are, for sure. So do you think do you think that the Bengals are good enough to win the Super Bowl? Right now, they're, they're fifth in odds on FanDuel. I think they're like plus 750. Yeah. I think the Chiefs, Eagles... Bills and um, there's one more 40. team. I don't think it's, it. It might be the 49ers who are, who are in front of them in terms of odds. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I feel like the media really likes Cincinnati, but then like you look at Vegas and they're like very like they're good, but we don't think that they're like one of the top four teams. Obviously, so what do you kind of think about Cincinnati in terms of their ability to potentially win win the Super Bowl? I think the question is. If they are they good enough? One hundred percent. I think they are one hundred percent roster wise, talent wise, performance wise, one hundred percent. But I also think they're exactly where they're supposed to be, and that's the beauty of the game right now. The Eagles, they shouldn't be. I mean, you never know. Like I would pick the Eagles. Like you know, like the Chiefs, Bills, the Forty ers Like those are all phenomenal teams. If they have, if they're right behind them, I think that's really where they're supposed to be. Um, but just like last year, I think they're way more favored to win it this year, obviously. I, I agree, yeah. Like, they're expected. If they get bounced here, I think, yeah, get concerned. But if they dominantly control this game and then they go and lose close to the Chiefs or the Bills, no one's going to be like, oh, the you know, yeah, that makes sc- sense. scared about them. But they definitely have the talent to. Fair enough. 100%. Fair enough. So I, I think that the Ravens are way more interesting here just in terms of what this game means, first of all, let me ask you, do you think Lamar Jackson is going to be playing for, for Baltimore next year? Yes. I think so? I, yes, unfortunately. I agree. I, I Not think, as a fan, as a... I don't think that they'll come to a contract agreement. I think that they're just going to franchise tag him. 
honestly. Um, yeah, no, I've heard a lot about him this week. Um, he made those couple tweets yesterday, or I think just about Thursday. his knee. Yeah, yeah, about his knee and stuff. Which I, which um, was nice because like they were really saying it much to the anything. Baltimore fans too. Yeah, like he wasn't like just saying for the media and stuff. Like he specifically made it to them. Um, AFC North and Harbaugh. I've played them. I've lost them as a Steeler fan for 24 years now, and it's just tough to say like the way their culture, their their building and stuff. It's kind of like Justin Fields right now in Chicago. The the fan base is so in love with Justin Fields. They might trade him, but I re- I highly doubt that. Like you know what I mean. The, their fan base just loves him, and I think with Lamar, he's the same way with the Ravens. He's been their quarterback. They have not gave him what he deserves, yeah, money wise or teammates wise. And I think, like you said, franchise tag him. I think there is still a possibility he gets the money, especially when you go and if you lose to a divisional rival, twenty four to seven, and with a backup quarterback, you're embarrassed. Yeah, you know by everyone like. By the Bengals, yeah, you got to look at that. Like, why would you not want anyone else? Derek Carr's not doing anything better. Tom Brady's not coming. Aaron Rodgers not coming. You know what I mean? Like, you're for not. Sure. There's no one better than Lamar for that situation. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So, do you think that Lamar not playing this game is more beneficial for his contract negotiation stuff, simply because like they're seeing what life is like without him, or do you think it'd be more beneficial for him to actually play in this game and to potentially go out and win? It would be more beneficial to play if he hadn't been hurt. With him being hurt this last couple of weeks and them obviously showing they're terrible without him, and if they're terrible again, I think that's helping his case more. But if he comes back, if he rushed himself back and didn't play perfect and still lost, I think they'd you know, challenge him obviously a little bit more. But if he can't run, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not going to play as well. And if you lose, then what you go out and lose 14 to 24, you're still then all of a sudden I think that hurts you. I don't think he still could have won the game. And, he, and if he would have, he would have had to be at 100%. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's better for him to not play, just yeah. in terms of all the contract stuff. But I do think that if Lamar Jackson was playing in this game, I think I would take them to win. Really? Yeah, I do. Jeez. I know. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, I would love that. I mean, I'm a, I'm probably a more bigger Lamar fan than the Bengals team. Like, as a Steelers fan, it's hard to root for any of these guys. But, like, Lamar is just... He has destroyed the Steelers with his legs. Like, it has been just beautiful to watch him run through our defense just time and time again. And I just think he deserves to get paid and to get DeAndre Hopkins out there. Like, you do that this offseason. Like, you lose here. You go do that this offseason. They are... Oh, yeah. I mean, it's insane. Like, you stay healthy. You give him a one. You got a couple two and threes already. Yeah. Defense is phenomenal. Just big deal for Roquan Smith. Like, they're... Another team in the AFC, man, that no one wants to play. Yeah, first the AFC is just they're just loaded. All right, moving on. F- final game, the the Monday night game, Dallas versus Tampa game. Bay. Dallas favored by two and a half. So just to to set the stage here, Brady has never lost to the Dallas Cowboys. Lavar Ball. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never lost. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, Dallas. I, this game is just so intriguing for me. Dallas gets out for the quarterback better than anyone not named Philly. Tampa Bay is 25th in pass block win rate. Meanwhile, Dallas is second in pass rush win, win rate behind only the Philadelphia Eagles. Tampa Bay throws the football more than any other team in the NFL. Yeah. I just don't think this is a good matchup for them. Who's throwing the ball for him? Tom Brady. He set the record for most pass attempts in the season. 733. They threw the ball over 700 times this year. Who's the GOAT? <laughs> I know, yeah. I'm with you. 
Don't ask Ian that question. Yeah, don't yeah, ask yeah, Ian that yeah. question. Or um, Cam. Ask Cam. Oh, oh gosh. Sneak peek, but yeah, we'll see okay, how that goes. Great. <laughs> um, I, so who who do you like? The way you're talking, you're throwing in the little Tom Brady stuff. I'm assuming you're going to take the Bucks. I am hammering the Bucks. Really? I am hammering. I love this game. Before you said it, I actually didn't even think about it until you said it literally while we were live. When you said Chargers Jags were the game of the week, because I was like, wow, that is just going to be a fun game to watch. But beforehand, this was my game of the week. I am so excited for this game. I think the Bucks, the vibe they had winning and, and that end of the game, like talk with Mike Evans and Tom Brady, like talking about, he's like, you never lost, right? He's like, no. And like, <laughs> I mean, he's just like, he's so arrogant and he's so good. And sadly, again, as a Steeler fan, I have seen him in the playoffs with terrible teams, average teams, great defenses. There you go, Ian. Um, <laughs> but just destroy teams, specifically the Steelers. And I think this is just going to be another game that the Cowboys are going to cowboy it up. Stephen A. is going to come in Monday morning or Tuesday morning with a big old cigar and a cowboy hat saying the Cowboys are the Cowboys. And they every time you don't want them to mess up, they're going to mess up. And I love I love Tom Brady in the playoffs. I think he is, he only needs one game in. I know. This is, this is the reason he's the GOAT. And this is why I was so sad when Aaron Rodgers lost last week. Because it's kind of those games where last week you just kind of hope they, they just take over and win. And I think when it comes to the Bucks Cowboys, it's going to be close. I don't think in any way. Yeah. If a team does blow them out, I do think it could go crazy. The if, line is two and a half for a reason. Yeah. I mean, the Cowboys could go up really quick. They really could. And then it's over. Like, because then Zeke is just going to go disgusting and with Pollard and stuff. Like, but no, I'm loving the Bucks. This is one of my favorite games, um, strictly just because of Tom Brady. That's fair. <clears throat> I, man, I. <sighs> This game is just, you never want to pay against Tom Brady. <laughs> I know. And the Bucks have gotten more healthy. The offensive line is still a little beat up. Dallas's offensive line is still a little beat up. But mainly, like, Tampa Bay's defense is so much healthier now than it was throughout the season. And that's why people thought Top that they were going to be good this year. It's because, like, they've got so many dudes on the defensive side of the ball. But I'm going to take the Cowboys. <sighs> Just simply because me. I just feel like this is just a bad matchup for Tampa Bay. Like, Dak, Michael how Parsons, many picks do you think Dak's going to throw? At least one. <laughs> at least one. At least one. But here's the thing. like This Dallas defense is really good. They've got arguably the best defensive player in football in Michael Parsons, who gets after the quarterback Who's, as well as anybody. Not the last and couple of weeks. I last, just, last six games, he has I, one and a half sacks. I know. I know. But here's the thing. like I just I don't see how... The offensive line for the Buccaneers holds up if the if they're gonna drop back and throw the ball forty five times this game. Yeah. Like they've done every single game this season. Like they're going to be drives and moments where that Cowboys defensive line really kind of takes a hold of the game, I think. I will say also, the way the Tom Brady wins in the playoffs, regular season's a little different. Usually his teams are stacked and you'll have like Antonio Brown would go off for a couple games or Mike Evans or Godwin or Leonard Fournette. But when he wins in the playoffs, he never really, like, does anything insane. Like, last drive he does, but the way he wins is just managing the game and literally controlling the entire thing. And I think when it comes to the teams like the Cowboys, who that's how they win is when they control it. And what they're known for is not controlling it and fumbling the bag or the last play, the clock management. I mean, that's how. That's why the Bengals are so good right now. Situational football. The yeah. Cowboys are not good. No one trusts the Cowboys, especially in the playoffs. 
And I think that's how Tom Brady wins those games. Aaron Rodgers, he is just going to be better than you and throw the football better than anyone when he wins. He's, I mean, he's a good manager, but sometimes they do lose their identity in between games. I feel like in playoff games with Tom Brady, he is always in control. It's just like chess to him. And he knows by the third quarter, all of a sudden, a couple calls goes his way, a pick happens, they might be down seven, they might be down ten going into the fourth. And then all of a sudden, they have the ball, touchdown, touchdown, game's over. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, I just, that's why I got to pick him. I think what Dallas is bad at in the playoffs is why Tom Brady is Tom Brady. And it's just not a good matchup. That's fair. But there's one thing, there's one common denominator, you know, in the past decade of all of Tom Brady's runs that is no longer there. That is Rob Gronkowski. You said this in the beginning of the podcast when we were talking about projections, you talked about him. He doesn't have his safety blanket anymore, right? Like, like that was the guy when things were going bad that Tom Brady knew, I can go back to him and he's going to be there and he's reliable and I can throw him the ball. And look, like, he's played with Godwin and Mike Evans, you know, for the last three years. But the connection just isn't there like it was with Gronk. And I because of that, that's like I think that's a major thing that no one's really talking about. Like, Rob Gronkowski isn't there, and he was the single most, I think, important thing for Tom Brady, you know, kind of the second half of his career. Mm. And he's not there anymore, and I think not having Gronk is going to be a big deal for Tampa Bay. Yeah. It's, no, that's, it's, a, that's a big loss. And I think it's true, too. Um, I've heard a lot of people talk about that same thing. And you kind of look at a lot of successful quarterbacks, not all of them, but a lot of successful quarterbacks did have that one tight end that they were just like third and four. If they had a good running back, a good wideout, you just knew the tight end was getting doing something in that, whether he's run blocking or getting a little out route. Um, Travis Kelsey with Patrick Mahomes, I mean, that's been beautiful. The best offensive player on that team might be Kelsey. Like, Brock yeah. Purdy. He's doesn't, got Kittle. Doesn't know how to, you know, be in the NFL at all. Last pick of the draft. He makes Kittle look like freaking Justin Jefferson some games. Like Hawkinson. You're seeing his automatic, you know, performance. Like it's they need him. And it, it is gonna be it is gonna be tough. I think Tom Brady that's why they're so bad this year too. I mean, they're he uses Gronk a lot. He does. He does. So moving on here to our our, our storyline questions. If Dallas loses, do they fire Mike McCarthy? I think you just blow it up, man. <laughs> really? I mean, I don't know. The Cowboys have just been... It depends on how they lose again. I mean, I think it really does matter. A lot of details matter when it comes to firing him, I think. Um, I think if it's a close game, Nick, if they win, no way. Like, you know what I mean? I oh, think yeah, they, they, I agree. they re-sign him, all this stuff. But if they if they get embarrassed, like, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but even, like, at the end, if it's another bad clock management game, I mean, I think Zeke's scared. I think... The coach is scared. I think, you know, C.D. Lamb's scared. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, it's really comes to a point where, yeah, I think if they lose in a bad bad way, they are definitely getting fired. If it's neck and neck, I think there is. And, you know, they everyone plays well, and the Bucks just outplay them, which I don't think is going to happen. I think the Cowboys are going to beat themselves. Um, Dak's going to throw a pick. They're not going to be able to score. Defense can't stop Brady at the end. Um, and, like, just bad play calls. Yeah. If that's how they lose, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, it'll, I think part of, like, the weight of potentially being fired really kind of lands on the fact that Sean Payton is available and so is Harbaugh. Like, if those two guys aren't available, I feel like Staley's fine. Especially when you have a good team like the Cowboys. Like, it's not one of those teams, like, that no one wants to go coach, like the Cardinals and stuff. Like, you're now D-Hop's out, Kyler's been all wishy-washy, or, like, the Colts. I mean, I love the Colts, but, like, that's not appealing. Yeah. 
the Cowboys? Are you kidding me? Biggest market, Jerry Jones, Dak, Zeke, CD, like Micah. Like, if you can keep all that, Sean Payton. Diggs. Yeah, Diggs. Like, I mean, their team is loaded. They are a high market if someone wants, and they can pay. Jerry Jones, oh, yeah. you know, will pay. Money talks. You go off for hardball, $30 million, $25 million? Yeah. Yeah, I've, for sure. Bye, Mike. Totally agree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See you, buddy. So if, if, if Tampa Bay wins, and they look good, because I think that— you know, if they like squeak, like barely squeak out a game against the Cowboys, I don't. I don't think this question is as valid. But do you think? Do you think this team is good enough when healthy to potentially win the Super Bowl? Because look, Tom Brady's going to be the best quarterback in every game he plays until they play in potentially the Super Bowl, right? Like, when, like when we look at the road in terms of just just simply quarterbacks, it's pretty ridiculous, right? Like game one. He's playing against Dak Prescott, who's never won a playoff game, or has only won one playoff game. Maybe one. Maybe one. Right? Like, he's clearly the better quarterback in that game. a horrible season. Not horrible, but very below expectations. Very up and down. Yeah. And then, when we look at the 49ers, the 49ers are playing a rookie quarterback who's never even played in a playoff game before. And then we look at the Eagles, you got a head coach and a quarterback who've never won a playoff game. And they played the Buccaneers last year, and they got boat raced. Right? And then we look at, you know, the Giants who are playing with Danny Dimes. Come on now. And then Kirk the Vikings Cousins. are playing with Kirk Cousins. Hey. Like, he's he's going to be the best quarterback in every single game that they play. You never know. Seahawks, Geno. Never yeah. know. And then you got Geno Smith, right? <laughs> no, exactly. Like, he is the best. He is the best far, quarterback in there. By far. Jalen Hurts is the only one that's in question, but since last year happened. It's it's hard to trust them un- until they win a playoff yeah. game. And so. Yeah, you've said that. I like, he is. By far the best quarterback in this conference that's left, and like that, like like you know football, like like that's that's a big deal. Like that means yeah. a lot, and so it's kind of like they could beat the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> but look, the the best counter to any great quarterback is being able to get pressure with four, which the Cowboys can do. Yeah, right. So oh, it's not it's not looking it's not looking good for the Bucks, but they're going to do it. Okay, we'll see, man. Right here first, we'll see. So do. You, like, what do you think their chances are of going on a, a crazy run yeah. to the Super Bowl? No, I think they have the best chances out of every underdog. I yeah. was really struggling with all these games because it's really hard not to pick the favorites in the majority of these. And yeah, there are some injuries like Bills and Dolphins. I think it would be a lot harder if Tua was playing. I think that is an easy um, win. I saw there's a stat that not one playoff series has ever been or one full play- wild card weekend, the favorites, every favorite has won. Yeah. So I definitely was looking like, you know, Vikings probably should do Bills. You know, I'm seeing all these favorites and stuff. And I was like, the Bucks have a chance to be the Bengals last year. Yeah. They have a chance. Like, you were asking about the Bengals. Are they good enough? Are the Bucks good enough? 100%. Tom Brady plays GOAT football with Mike Evans, Godwin, Leonard Fournette actually performs. Their offensive line holds them down enough. They 100% could be any team, including the 49ers, if they are thriving. Yeah, for sure. I, I I totally agree with that. So, b- b- before we go, um, who do you like to win the AFC? Who do you like to win the NFC? And who do you like to win it all? All right. Again, this was really tough not to pick the one and the two and the one and the two because the one and the two on both on both divisions are just so so good. Um, I think AFC. I'm gonna start with the AFC because I think that's just an easier easier pick for me. I think it's gonna be Chiefs Bills. Another phenomenal game that all of us are going to remember and love. Um, I think the storyline, um, again, these these type of games, you kind of got to go off gut. Yeah, you can hear sure. every stat. You can see, watch every podcast and every video, every Pat McAfee show, everything. And it's still going to be a tough call. 
Um, but with my gut feeling, I, I, I want the Bills to win, man. I want the Bills to be out of the AFC. I think for DeMar, the storyline, Josh Allen is just, their whole organization such a team to fall in love with. I think if they had Von Miller, this would be a way easier pick because um, this game specifically I think is where they'll need him the most. I think I think the Bills will play the Bengals, um, and that will be a great game, but I think this game will be the game of the playoffs. It'll be great to see, and Bills, Bills will uh, go to the Super Bowl. NFC, um, 49ers, I love them. I loved them before um, the season started. I loved them. After Jimmy G got hurt, I'm just their team, their defense is just so good. Kyle Shanahan is not going to put pressure on Purdy to do anything but make win. simple plays. Easy. Yeah, for sure. Um, my very big S- Cinderella story is the Bucks in the NFC Championship. Really, game. I think they bounced the Eagles last year. They can do it again. I think I don't want it. I love the Eagles. I've been a big Eagles fan. Devontae Parker is. Just insane, or no, Devontae Smith. Uh, Smith. Smith, yeah, Smith yeah. has been so much fun to watch. Um, their team is great, but again, man, the goat, the goat's gonna have his run. The goat, he he's going to, he will lose though. He will lose the 49ers, Brock Purdy. Imagine that story though. The Bills and Chiefs for Demar, the AFC battle that it's always been, um, and then 49ers, Mister Irrelevant, or yeah, Irrelevant. With Brock Purdy and the GOAT. I mean, those are those are two phenomenal games. Everyone's going to be glued. Great games will happen. Um, so it'll be 49ers, Bills in the Super Bowl, and Brock Purdy will be the first rookie quarterback to ever win the Super Bowl. Wow. Oh, you think the 49ers will beat them? 49ers will beat the Bills. The defense will stand up. It'll be another great game. Yeah. But I think my Super Bowl prediction for 2023 is the 49ers. That's awesome. Okay. So, I think... The Chiefs are going to play the Bills in the AFC Championship game. <clears throat> and, look, I know that the Bills beat the Chiefs earlier this year. But they had Von Miller that game. They don't have him. They, they obviously won't have him in the AFC Championship game this year. And I'm, I'm going to take the Chiefs to beat the Bills. So I've got the Chiefs coming out of the AFC officially. I, I, was, I was tempted to take Cincy. I think that... I think that if Cincy were to beat the Bills and they were to go play the Chiefs, I think Cincy would beat them. They just kind of seem to have their number. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't think they will. I think I think the Bills beat the Bengals. Chiefs then beat the Bills in the, in the AFC title game. So I've got the Chiefs c- coming out of the AFC. And then the NFC, um, it's pretty chalky, straight up. No. I, like, I like the Eagles to play the 49ers. And then I'm going to take the 49ers to beat them. I just, I think that... If Jalen Hurts was fully healthy, I would take the Eagles to beat the 49ers. But he's not. He definitely won't be by the time that game comes around. Um, so I'm going to take the 49ers to beat the Eagles. And I think the Chiefs beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. So I, I'm, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Um, it's a rematch of the Super Bowl in 2017, right? Where, you know, they're a... Jimmy G missed throw away from winning the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a similar thing. Maybe Brock Purdy makes the throw. (laughs) Maybe he's that guy. Mr. Irrelevant, man. I don't don't think he is. Um, Even though that 49ers defense is awesome, it's going to be so much fun to watch, to potentially watch that defense take on that that Chiefs offense. Um, But either way, like, like Mahomes is just on another level compared to everybody else in the NFL when it comes to playing quarterback. And it's yeah. just it's hard to not pick that guy for me. So Chiefs beat the 49ers in this year's Super Bowl. Love it. 
Can't, Simple. Can't hate on it. Very, very likely. Very likely. Okay. Last thing for real, because I meant to open the podcast with this, but I, I forgot. As a Steelers fan, oh. first of all, Mike Tomlin continues the streak. Coach of the no year. No losing seasons. Incredible. What do you think of Kenny Pickett? Okay, so I've had had my ups and downs with him. I liked when we didn't start him. Um, I thought that was good. You know, wait a little bit for him. But these last couple of games, I've fallen in love with the dude. Yeah, I he, mean, this, he looks really good. This dude is awesome to watch. He is. He's such a Pittsburgh quarterback too, and it shows. He's been playing in Pittsburgh his whole life. Mike Tomlin's watched him his whole life. Him and Demar were teammates. I mean, like they. He is a Pittsburgh boy through and through. The way our team is forming, too, with young players, Najee Harris on the come up, our defense, TJ, Minka, Miles Jack has had a phenomenal year. That was a great pickup, getting him and Flores from uh, the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, he's been great all year. I love Kenny Pickett. He's our future. That's why we drafted him. Um, we can use our draft. We've always been a good development team. George Pickens, phenomenal. I think that he's duo, awesome. Fryermuth. Duo. I mean, you know, you see what I'm saying? He yeah. has a lot of weapons. And again, no matter what, Mike Tom is going to be the coach, hopefully until he's 400 years old. I mean, he has just been phenomenal. I've only had two coaches my whole entire life as a fan of the NFL. Most people can never say that, especially compare him to Bill Cowher and Mike Tomlin. Yeah, for sure. That's the coach of the year, too, Mike Tomlin. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's Kyle Shanahan, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> All right, well, anything else you got? No. Nothing else? Appreciate you having me on. Hey, bro. It was a lot of fun. Anytime. Looking forward to all these games, too. A lot of fun. We might have to put some, some, some do something embarrassing if the Cowboys beat the Bucks or something. You know, we might have, have to That's make fine. a side bet for that. Okay, I'm down. Um, you, you, you Goat's going to do it. You got anything in mind? I don't know. We might have to think about it. Say it on the next one. Okay, sounds good. Sounds once good. The, all right, once, well, I, once I've won, you know, I'll make the, make okay. the, the loss a lot worse. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Let's well, go do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. Thank you all so much for hanging on. If you've listened this far, this is definitely a longer podcast than normal. Uh, I'll be back on Tuesday with Cam. We'll we'll definitely talk just an entire recap. You're more than welcome to join that one too if you're free. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll recap what wildcard weekend. I know Cam wants to talk college football. Um, so it <laughs> should should be a really good show. I'm I'm looking forward to having him on. He can be a little. Uh, over the top is that is is, is that a nice <laughs> way to say it? Passionate, passionate. Okay, yeah, passionate. that's 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 never the best met a way more passionate college football fan in my entire life. Than okay, Cameron Green. Fair enough. Fair enough. So best best, best better in college football too. That man really? hit more bets in NFL. Sorry, Cam, you're horrible. I, man, me and him. He, I will say he was right one time when I was wrong. But NFL, he's hit or miss. College football, that man has made more parlays that have hit than I've ever met. That's dude, impressive. Dude knows his uh, college football. That's impressive. That's impressive. So, once again, thank you all so much for listening. I'll be back on Tuesday with another podcast for you all.